today on The One Upbeat. We finish up the best of the best of 2022 with a more traditional format, going into depth with the top three games of the year. You'll hear music from Yasunori Mitsuda, Grant Kirkhope, and more. Welcome back to the show. So I wanted to still do this part of the show the traditional way I do best of the year shows. The whole time I have been fairly certain about what my top three scores of the year were. Very confident of their order too. Everything under the top three has moved around every which way for weeks. Any one of these scores could easily have a case made for them being the best of the year. So let's get straight to number three and get going. But first, I wanted to make a last minute insert adjustment here. I struggled with this a lot, but ultimately decided that, hey, I make the rules on this show, so this will now become a top four. The last minute addition here is the latest in the Nobunaga's Ambition series. The series goes back 40 years at this point, and is always a great source of powerful and proud orchestral music. As the name suggests, the game is about the Sengoku period warlord, Oda Nobunaga, and him fighting for the unification of Japan. The series is one of the first strategy games in gaming history, which at this point, if you're 40 years old, it's a good chance that you were first. The thing with this game is, until I did the show, I didn't realize that the latest entry, Nobunaga's Ambition Rebirth, had even released. It's a Japan-only title. Or, at least it was until just recently, at the end of March 2023, the game suddenly was announced for a Western release for July of 2023. It's a shame, too. I had this beautiful rant ready, talking about how it's so strange that games that are very Japanese-y really aren't unsellable in the West anymore. You have a meteoric rise of anime into the mainstream pop culture, and other heavily Asian series, such as Dynasty Warriors, just about every entry in that series gets a Western release, so why not Nobunaga? The soundtrack to this latest game is gorgeous. It's a classic, lush orchestral score with very obvious Japanese flavor to it. There's really only one good way to write music for a series like this, and this is it. The soundtrack is really hard to find as well. I think it was released as a two-disc set with a sort of collector's edition of the game. Regardless, it's a fantastic score and clearly in worthy company with the other games on this list. So let's listen to it. The number four best score of 2022, Nobunaga's Ambition, Rebirth.
the number three best score of the year is none other than Xenoblade Chronicles 3. There's really not much different here than Xenoblade 1 and 2, and that's a damn good thing. The Yasunori Mitsuda-led score is one of the most emotional, perfectly orchestrated musical entities out there. There's just something extra about this one, too. Like an entire heart and soul, and then some went into writing it. The score is gigantic as well, just like the previous games. I mean, it's really awe-inspiring. It's hard to find words for how masterfully done every aspect of the music is. I guess the only better way to describe it is to just get to the selections. Here are selections from Xenoblade Chronicles 3, with Yasunori Mitsuda, Ace, Kenji Hiramatsu, Minami Kiyoda, and Mariam Abunasar.
for our first runner-up, otherwise known as number two, is the sequel to 2017's Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. This time, the game is called Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. The great Grant Kirkhope scored the first game, and this time he's joined by two friends. Thing is, it's not that Kirkhope got two interns to help him finish the game because he was busy all December drinking eggnog. No, the two other composers here are the great Yoko Shimomura of Street Fighter II, Super Mario RPG, Kingdom Hearts, and Final Fantasy XV fame, and the just as great Gareth Coker of Ori and the Blind Forest, Ark Survival Evolved, Immortals Phoenix Rising, and Halo Infinite fame. So you're talking about three of the best composers in gaming history teaming up for the second entry of the most unlikely of crossovers between Super Mario characters and the Rabbids from the Rayman series. I think all three composers really inspired each other to go to the next level too. Kirkhope's always been great, but I'd argue that this is his best score since at least Kingdoms of Amalara in 2012. Shimomura, I've always been a bigger fan of her early works, as you heard with Live Alive earlier. This is probably her best score since Kingdom Hearts in 2002. And for the young Coker, easily his best work outside of the Ori series, which made him a superstar. This score is another instance of there being a very compelling case that could be made for this being the best music of the year. We're going to play two tracks of each in album order, so the same tracks from the same composer aren't necessarily bunched together. See if you can guess who wrote each track. Here's music from Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope.
feel like every year when we get to the number one game on the list, it's just a subversion of expectations on my part. Or I'm trying to be contrarian by choosing a game where nobody is talking about the score. In the case of Triangle Strategy, I truly believe that this score was just missed by some people, and it puzzles me. This is another one from Square Enix's Endless 2022 output. I almost feel like the name turned people off from the start, which is strange, because even though it's a bit clunky, it's not like they just made up words. People were gaga over Octopath Traveler and excited for a 2023 sequel. Nobody had that problem with Harvestella, so what is it? I mean, the game did pretty good, but all I could think of is the name. Every time it's brought up, people make fun of it. So what do you have here? It's a turn-based strategy game similar to Final Fantasy Tactics. The graphics are that HD 2D style, but I want to say this is the first one to really nail the style. I don't think they quite got it right with Octopath Traveler. The voice acting is terrible, but what else is new? The music is composed, arranged, and produced by Akira Senju. Senju is known for a lot of his anime work, most notably Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I have to say, there's really something to the singular musical vision of a score like this. That's of course not to knock scores with multiple composers. We just went over a game with three different composers with three distinct compositional styles, and it was incredible. There's just something more cohesive about the singular vision, in my very humble opinion. Senju's orchestral chops are just rock solid here. I remember first noticing the music in the first trailer for the game. Of course, at the time, everyone was trying to figure out what the game was, since it wasn't a previously established series. Then there I am wondering who the heck wrote that incredible music. This is another one of those cases where you know the score will land high on, if not at the top of the list of the best of the year, as soon as the first trailer premieres. It's just really impressive stuff. From the stirring main theme to the quieter tracks that accompany the dramatic story the game tells, Senju then ramps up the energy and gives us an action cue that blew me away. Like the type that you kind of stop what you're doing and you take notice of it and then hold on for your life. Finally, we have a gorgeous end credit suite that's easily one of the best written for games in a very long time. It's really the sum of the parts that pushes this score over the top to be the best of the year. I hope you'll understand when we play a few tracks in a moment. So that'll do it. You like how I still managed to choose both not a super popular score and something from early on in the year? I didn't want to disappoint. Thanks for listening to the show today, and thanks for listening always. Doesn't matter if this is you wrapping up another year with me or your first or second time joining the show. I thank you very much. Here is music from Triangle Strategy, the best game score of the year, composed by Akira Senju. My name is Eric Silver, and I'd like to thank you once again for listening to this episode of The One Upbeat.
Thank you for listening to the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. I want to thank Tim Burton for providing his voice for all the bumpers you hear throughout the program, and to David Casina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And wherever you're listening to us today, please take a moment right now to leave us a rating and a review of the podcast. You can get a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt at our Tee Public store. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cinematicsoundradio. And don't forget to check us out on the web at cinematicsound.net. <laughs>